Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac, and it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood here in Oklahoma. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful it's day. May, maybe 80, maybe 50. Yeah, so the, actually we're recording this on May the 13th. That happened to be my mom's 50th birthday, you know, however many times, you know, because... I don't know how this math really works since I'm 51. Yeah, we both passed her already. I know. We, we both passed my mom. Yeah. That's stranger pretty, things. Yeah. And what's even more stranger is is the other night, you know, we always, um, every year we take our high school seniors, since, since the church is open, you know, we've taken our high school seniors, they're graduating high school seniors, and we take them out to one of the nicest restaurants here in, in town and, you know, celebrate them. And so my mom stood up to talk to all of the seniors, and he, she said, 58 years ago when I graduated from high school, I was sitting in your same place that you're sitting today. And I stopped her and I said, how does that math work? How, how, how did you graduate 58 years ago when you're only 50 years of age? And so, you know, for, for some of you that are trying to figure this out, my mom decided when she hit 50, she was going to stop. Stay 50. And she was going to stay 50 for the rest of her life. You know, and that math worked out fine until her son passed her. And so that was, you know, kind of a, a joke when I turned 50, you know, um, <laughs> so we're living in the upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, but there's been crazier things happening in the world <laughs> yep. than that. Anyway, we're glad to have all of you guys listening. Um, you know, we want to hear from you. One of the easiest ways you, you can, is you can email us, um, podcast at rhema.org. Rhema spelled R H E M A podcast at rhema.org or also on Facebook and Instagram, you can you can like our page, follow our page, you know, tell us how much you really like us. And we, we want to hear from you. And, you know, we, we have people listening to this podcast all over the world. Yeah. You know, it's kind of amazing that people all over the world actually like to hear us. Yeah, I'm amazed at folks that say we listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like, and I'm uh, amazed how many people do not listen to the podcast. Yeah, me too. You know, I mean, some of my best friends. Those, those, those people are probably going to miss the rapture. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not that prophetic on, on your that, that, that was. Come on, you got to believe in this. Thing. Is that thus saith the Lord? Is that saith the team? I'm just saying. It's just. A, I'm just hypothesizing. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because because one of my best friends, um, one, one day says, "Well, honestly, I've never listened to your podcast." And then then they actually listened to. It's actually pretty good. One of the, and they were like shocked. He goes, "I've listened to four episodes so far." <laughs> I mean, I, I actually liked it and said. I don't really, um, you know, put out a lot of compliments, but but I really really enjoyed it, you know, and you know it's because we're kind of funny, you know, mm-hmm. and we don't try to be, we we just be ourselves. It's natural. Yeah, we're just we're just natural. It's organic. Fun. Or, organic, organic you funny. Know. You know, we are sitting here in Granny's attic. You yeah, got flowers. Yeah, we, we 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 now have a Granny's attic. Um, um, I don't know what to call that. I don't know what you call that, but anyway, you know, and Granny's attic has some, you know, bunch of chairs in here now, so it's. Yeah. It's it's a lot different to, and, and then we have a half million dollars worth of sound equipment that's worthless now, hitting up here. But <laughs> kind of like some cryptocurrency. Yeah, some cryptocurrency. <laughs> We're not going to mention any yeah. cryptocurrencies, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but God's doing great things, Amen. And so we have with us once again um, Pastor David Kramer, um, David Pastors Covenant Life Church in Chandler, Arizona. He's one of been one of my best friends for a long time. And David's actually here uh, once again. He's doing the commencement uh, on Friday night with May the 14th for our 47th graduating class of Raymond Bible Training College. And so, David, it's wonderful to have you with us again. 
Um, we're so excited about what is what God is doing. And, you know, I was asking you before the podcast, I said, David, is there something that you're ministering on? You know, I, I expect him to give me some spiritual answer, you know, and, you know, he was, you know, who's the of, antichrist or you know, something, you know, or what, whatever he was, <laughs> you know, but, but he actually gave me an answer. He says, you know, Craig, I, I'm just like going back to the basics and I, I'm teaching the basics. So, yeah. so. Tell us, David, what do you mean by the basics? I mean, you know, tell us what you're what you're preaching at, at your church, and that's Covenant Life CL dot church, right? CL dot church, yes. Covenant Life Church in Chandler, Arizona. Looking for a good church, you know, know someone lives around the Phoenix area. It's an awesome place to go. Yeah, thank you so much, Craig. It's an honor to be here. Um, you know, when I think about the church and uh, people maneuvering in their life. Uh, one of the things I've noticed is is that when people usually miss it, it's not on the big things. Uh, they miss it in the basics, the, the, the thing that they should be doing every day. Uh, I believe that the, the faith walk is something that we should live daily. It's not something we practice when we have a crisis. Uh, but we're constantly uh, taking these principles of trusting God and just walking them out every day. And so in working with a lot of people, as a pastor, of course, you see people who go through big things and little things. Um, I'm amazed, you know, especially after pastoring for 10 years and you know, you've taught the message over and over again to still see how people don't quite understand, even though they have a head knowledge of how faith works, uh, the simplicity of it, how faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen and getting them out of that sense realm so many times is a huge challenge. Yeah. And um, actually, you, um, one of my grandfather's first messages mm-hmm. was head faith versus heart faith. Yeah, that's actually one of his, whenever he was a, a young Baptist boy. Yeah, um, you know, preacher, and, and just that was one of his first messages. Yeah, and uh, so you know, we went back to the beginning. Now, Brother Hagen uh, has an amazing book on how to develop a human spirit. He has four points in there about how to grow spiritually, and one is to meditate on the Word of God. Uh, two is to practice. Uh, three is to, um, and I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, goodness. What's the, well, 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 while he's trying to figure out his blank, um, if you would like to get a copy of that book, you can yeah. actually go to rhema.org slash bookstore, yeah. and you can order it there. Or if you want to get it fast, you want a digital copy, if you go to Amazon or, or you go to the iBookstore, you can get a digital um, you know, book from Amazon, yeah. or I guess you can go to the to the Nook store at Barnes and Noble. But most people go most people go to Amazon or, or Apple, and you can get the digital book, and so you can have it right now. Is it on it, iBooks? It's, it's mm-hmm. on iBooks. I prefer iBooks. You prefer iBooks? Yeah. And um, how to train the human spirit? So yeah. Did you figure it out? You know? Well, you know, yeah, I drew a blank. I saw. I apologize. Yeah. Um, but the third point is is really simple: um, that the Word of God is first place. And when something hits you, what's the first thing you turn to? You know, what's your response? You know, our response should be, what does the Word of God say about this? What's your default? Yeah, that's your default. It it should become second nature. And I do believe that as you meditate on the Word of God and renew your mind and get the Word deep in your heart, it should come up out of you like a tube of toothpaste. You know, you know what's in you when you get squeezed. And um, so... Getting people to respond that way, and, and I like the, the, fourth, the fourth point, because a lot of times what people do is they separate faith from the leading of the Spirit of God. Mm. And uh, they're believing God for something, and God's telling them, here's where the answer's at, and they miss it. Um, 
So uh, can I give you an example of this? You can yeah. do whatever you want to, man. It's your show. So we uh, aren't my show, but you're on it. Well, you know, when it comes to like, say, for example, uh, finances. Now, the great thing about uh, our church is we've never really had to work a secular job. Now, there are pastors that do, and that's totally, totally uh, fine. That's just part of the process. But um, we've always been self-supported. The ministry has supported itself, basically. But there was a time when money would get tight. And I remember I had some tools in storage. And so I went down. I said, well, I can sell some of these, you know, help with some of the bills. And I kind of felt a little bit of a check by the, about that. But I, I went ahead and loaded. Because you probably use the tools all the time. Right? I love right, those. Kramer. Yeah, those tools. I love them. And so, but anyways, I loaded up my truck, took them down to the pawn shop. I mean, you, you don't get nothing at a pawn shop. Yeah. You know, $45 for a $500 But if you saw. go to Las Vegas pawn shop, what's, what's, you, know, you, you could be on TV. <laughs> I mean, you know, they want you on TV. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So here, here I am, you know, taking this stuff down to the pawn shop. And as I'm driving, now the fourth thing that he said is instantly obey the, the voice of the Spirit. Listen to what he's saying. I'm driving to the pawn shop, and it come up out of my spirit. The Holy Spirit said, go see your friend Ron. And he worked at a big dealership there in town. I said, Lord, I don't have... A car dealership? A, yeah, a large car dealership. Very large. And I said, I don't have time to go see Ron. And I'm not in the... I don't need to buy a car. I need money. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I'm driving. And I remember passing him the exit. And it came up again, go see Ron. And I said, no, I'll, I'll see him later. So anyways, I sold all those tools for nothing and got you know, two or 300 bucks. No big deal. On the way back home, go see Ron. Next day, go see Ron. So finally, I say, all right, I'm going to go see Ron. So I, 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 I drive over to Ron's shop. And, and we're talking at the front desk. And I'm trying to figure out why I'm there. So I'm like, hey, Ron. You got any side work you need? You know, I used to work, I used to do paint and body and, and mechanical. I said, do you need any help? You know, I know it's a big place. I'll come work, you know, do some side jobs. He said, no, we're good. <laughs> I thought, that's weird. I said, well, you need prayer for anything? How you doing? Oh, man, I've never been better. So I couldn't figure out why I'm sitting there talking to him. And I'm about to leave. And as I'm walking out, he kind of looked through the, the glass there, and he saw my, I had a, uh, Ford Expedition or something like that, one of a newer, a newer truck. He said, why don't you sell your truck and get a Toyota? I said, well, what's it worth? And he told me what it was worth, 25000 I said, how much do I have in it? So he did the math. Now, I bought the truck really low, and I put a good down payment on it a couple years earlier. He said, you owe 10000 on that truck. No, 14000 excuse me. He said, you have $11,000 of equity if you sell that truck. Now, remember, I'm needing money. Yeah. So I went, what? So I took that truck the, that day and just put it on the market, you know, just like Craigslist or whatever. I had, That's not my list, by the way. Some people think it's crazy. <laughs> I've actually been asked that question. Is that your list? It's, it's not. <laughs> and I, I put that truck on the market. And one day that truck sold. I had $11,000 in my bank account, which really did carry us, you know, even though you know, the church started growing and, and more money came in. It was nice to have that cushion. Now think about this. Here I am believing God for finances. I'm doing faith. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't obeying the voice of the Spirit. Until I did, he couldn't get to me what he needed to get to me. And I think that's where a lot, where a lot of Christians are missing it. Um, we're waiting for everything just to come magically at our front door. And we're missing some of these simple, simple, simple steps. Well, it takes faith to... Follow the leading of the Spirit. It took exactly. faith to go see Ron. Yeah. And the reason you didn't go see Ron is because you, you couldn't see mm -hmm. the point. 
Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a song in the 70s like to do Ron, 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 <laughs> Ron, 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 Ron. <laughs> See, you, maybe that came on the radio yeah. and you still wouldn't go. Subliminal <laughs> advertising for Ron. <laughs> but it was a tremendous Sorry, lesson. <laughs> it was a tremendous lesson. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, as, as we're growing in faith, that these fundamentals should, should be mm-hmm. practiced. And I, I, I do believe this that you should be stretching your faith every day. Uh, you know, my question to my congregation is, what do you believe in God for right now? Uh, and my challenge the last two weeks was, is, hey, listen, when are we going to step into the arena and start fighting some of these things that we're allowing in our life? Mm-hmm. We, we need to get rid of this mentality where I'll just tolerate the cold or the allergies. Man, I'm telling you what, the word works. Yeah. So, you know, get, getting back to the basics. Yeah. So that's been my focus over the last... Uh, a couple months, and I know it's simple, but it makes a difference to to do the the foundational truths. But but you know, David, if if we're doing the Lord's work like we're supposed to be, if we're going out and reaching the world, and we're bringing in new converts and new Christians to our church, you know, they don't have a foundation. Mm-mm. And and one of the problems is we have a lot of churches that have no solid foundation, and, and they they don't know how to believe. They don't they don't know what to do because they haven't been taught. And a lot of times pastors are teaching the, on the level they're on and yeah. not, not the basic level that people need. And, you know, it, it is interesting because my grandfather always taught basic faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it never was like one of these woo-woo, you know, like, you know, out-of-park experience. It was always, you know, when I was on the deathbed, it was always, you know, the one with issue of blood. You know, it was, it was basic things in which I emulate as far as whenever— I teach on faith. It's, it's always, you know, basics. In, in yeah. fact, my, my my keynote scripture is Mark eleven twenty two. Have faith in God. So good. And if we can have faith in God, there is nothing that, that we cannot achieve because you know we you know going back to Proverbs um, three five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Yeah. And all your your ways of um. Follow him, and he will direct your path. So he'll show you which way to go. And the New Living Translation says yeah. that way. You know, it's we just got to put our faith in God. Yeah. And a lot of times, people are trying to put their faith in their pastor, put their faith in their mom, their dad, their uncle, or you know, even their husband or wife. You know, or if you're a kid, you put your faith in your parents. But yeah. you know, at some point in time, you have to decide I'm going to put my faith in God. Yeah. And see, God cannot and will not fail. The Bible yeah. says to only believe. All things are possible to them that believes. Yep. So, you know, if all things are possible to them that, them that believes, that means that nothing is possible to them that do not believe. Hmm. You know, because if anything you know, works positive, also works negative. And so a lot of people are not believing, and nothing's possible to them. Yeah. You know, and they don't know, they're mad, well, God's not meeting my need, because your faith is not in God. Your, your faith is in that, you know, you're trying to have faith in somebody else's faith. And I, yeah. I don't know... My grandfather would talk about you know that. In fact, he would he would say that he's found out with his family members that usually one time that, that they could get healed on his faith. Mm. After that, then God expect them to use their own mm-hmm. faith. Yeah, and, and, and we have you know spiritual now you know when you're a baby Christian you don't understand you know and God's going to meet you where you're at. But we have you know we have Christians that, that have I, I joke they've been in the way for twenty years. I mean you know they. They've been a Christian for 20 years, and they still don't know how to use their own faith. 
Yeah. You know, and now maybe it's us, you know, some, I'm not saying us pastors because I believe that, you know, I teach in the basics. I mean, that's pretty much what I do most of the time. But, um, you know, I think a lot of pastors, it's their fault for not teaching the basics of faith. Oh, excuse me. Romans. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're going to back that up. You know, um, I, I was I was thinking this morning about my grandfather and the way he would quote Romans ten seventeen. Mm. He would say, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know, and he, he would say that Greek word there denotes continuous action. You got to continue to hear the word of God. Yeah. And faith does not come, in, come by having heard the word of God. It comes by continuing to hear the word of God. So if we're not continuing to preach the word of God, then people are not going to continue to hear the word of God. Mm. And so I think it's up to, our, to, to us pastors and us ministers to preach the basics so that we can hear the word of God. And once we hear, you know, the Bible talks about hearing and being, being healed. Yeah. You know, and he, he, in fact, my, my grandfather also said that one reason why people do not get um, healed or get their needs met is, is, is because they don't know the word. They don't know what the word says because they haven't been taught the word. Now, obviously, many people have a Bible. The Bible is, a, is a, you know, is the most popular book in the world. Yeah. And, you know, and most of us now, you know, we have a copy of the Bible uh, on our phones, you know, but just because we have the Bible doesn't mean we know the Bible. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean we read the Bible. You know, you know, I, I know when you were in children's church, you would sing the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me, but you still don't read it. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, in fact, you weren't reading it back then. You were just singing about it. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, there's one thing of having the word, you know, you know, the Bible says that we need to be a doer of the word. We can't be a doer of something we don't know. Yeah. You know, just because I have the word doesn't mean I'm a doer of the word. And I, I do think that we need to get back to the basics. You know, the, you know, the, what, what is, you know, obviously here at our ministry, you know, it's, it's, it's faith and healing. Um, you know, we have the mandate to go teach my people faith. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, if you, if you read carefully in the book of Acts and study church history, I mean, first the Christianity was called the way, yeah. then the faith. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's a way of living. I, 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 I eat, I sleep, I breathe, I walk, I talk, yeah. I live, I act in faith. It's a way. Of, then, then when something comes up, I don't. I'm not looking for my for my faith shield to rub yeah. like, a, like a lucky rabbit's foot. Right. I got to pull it back out. No, I live this way, so it's as natural as the next action. It becomes natural. Yeah. And that's how, as Craig was saying, have faith in God. I, what happens is, see, I think people have built up this system of if I confess it mm-hmm. uh, when I really need it, it'll come to pass, but they're missing, they're missing the God aspect. I trust God because I've walked with him all these years and I've seen him work. And, uh, the word of God is living and active. It's alive. And when we put it in our heart, the confidence that we can trust God is there. Yeah. So no matter what, what hits you. And, um, you know, I was thinking about, um, as I meditate, you know, really hearing the word of God over and over again, but seeing it as you're confessing it and saying, Lord, I believe this, this is who I am. Uh, one of our members is uh, dealing with a, a situation. He's dealing with a tumor. And so uh, I call him up and we talk on the phone for a half hour. And all we do is we take First Peter 2, 24, uh, Galatians three thirteen, Psalms 103. And we just work those back and forth. 
he'd say it, I'd say it. And every time I'd say it, I'd say, you believe that? He said, yeah, that's who I am. I believe that. Mm. So I said this one time. I said, all right, now listen, because you've got you to hear that word. Just hear it. I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, I want you to see what happened when Jesus was at the cross, First Peter 2. And so I said, I'm going to quote it, and I want you to imagine it. So um, uh, I said, uh, started to quote it. He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. And when I said that, he went, whoa. I said, what'd you see? He said, I saw Jesus take my sins, yeah, at the cross. He said, but when I saw Jesus up on that whipping post and the stripes being, when that stripe came down and hit him, he said, I saw that stripe knock that cancerous tumor right out of my body. Oh, man. And he's like, you know, I could tell he had seen it. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. If the word of God is alive, if we can get it in our heart and get the yeah, picture man. of it and see it and imagine it, man, I'm telling you what's easy to grab a hold of. Yeah. Well, it becomes revelation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're not waiting for it to happen. Mm-hmm. It happened. Don't matter what my body says. I know what happened 2000 years yeah. ago. So like Craig said, have faith in God. I know this. You can trust God. Yeah. Amen. And actually what we were talking, I actually looked it up. Um, if you go to rhema.org slash, slash bookstore, um, I actually have a CD series, which you also order on MP3 if you want to get it immediately, called The Basics of Faith. Yeah. And I tell you what, um, somebody actually told me that this is, this is a series I did back in the 90s, actually, um, in three cassettes or, or three CDs. Uh, on the basics of faith, and, and I've heard one one um, um, gentleman actually who was traveling with us, the Raymond Singers of Maine at the time. He was there at that meeting when I preached on that, and this is before it actually was in a, in a series. And he sent it to his mom, who was um, you know going through some, some some stuff, and he says, you know, you you put that in three CDs, some of the most basic faith things. Now now I I can preach better than I could back in the nineties, you, know, you know, back then. <laughs> But it was such a basic message that it goes, I, I need to send it to my mom. Wow. Because, you know, sometimes we, you know, we, we get so discombobulated and make it so complicated. And it's not that complicated. It's, it's you know, believe it in your heart, you know, you know say it with your mouth and, and have what you say. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, sim- that's simply Mark eleven twenty three 23 and 24. But I go back to Mark eleven twenty two mm-hmm. because people are, are trying to believe and trying to speak, but they're not actually putting their faith in God. That's it. You know, and, you know, if you want to, I always use an example of, of one of our models here in the United States of America, it says, in God we trust. It's on the back of, of all, all your money, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, and I always say, you know what, if you can't believe the Bible, believe your money. In God we trust. You wow. know? And no matter what's going on, no, no matter, no matter, you know, what the economy looks like, and, you know, just to be honest with you, things don't look real positive right now with, with our economic system, but yeah. you know what? You know, who, who, who do we believe? We're, you know, we're not supposed to put our faith in the economic system. We're supposed to put our faith in God. Yeah. In God we trust. And you know what? God will take care of us. And if you don't have that basic foundation, then that's why people start to be afraid. Because, you know, as we're talking right now, there are some states that are having a gas shortage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know that's, that's pretty pretty bad because of, I guess, because of some hackers hacked the pipeline, you know, and... You know, and, and we don't realize, you know, the, the bad thing about technology is now we've made it easy for somebody to come in and stop 
stop the flow of something that seems so easy to, you mm-hmm. know, to work. Yep. You know, and so technologies could be good, and, but you know, sometimes the old fashioned way worked a whole lot better because you know we just turned some valves and, and the oil flow you know flowed down. You know, now our valves are, are are actually controlled by some computer somewhere, and, and when and computers can be hacked. Yeah. And, you know and. You know, and and we are living in a world. And some someone was 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 you know talking about. Well, you know, I'm just going to pray that God's going to make it. You know, everything better. But the Bible actually says things are going to get worse and worse. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and but he says he's still going to take care of, of of us. And you know, but if we don't have that foundation, we don't know what to believe. And you know, in the Bible talks about whose report you're going to believe. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Yeah. You know, what does the word say? I don't know how many times, you know, my grandfather always said he's a stickler for the word. What does the Bible say? And in fact, if you even ask him a spiritual question, you know, and because a lot of times, you know, well, Brother Hagan, I, I want your opinion on something. He didn't ever give me, he never gave me his opinion. Yeah. He always went back to the word and he says, the word says this. Yeah. And, you know, and there, there are so many preachers that are preaching opinion. You know, but it's not about what your opinion is. It was what does the Bible say? What does the Word of God say? You know, because we're we're, we're going to believe the Word. Yeah, the Word says that God says it. I believe it. And that settles it. And but if you don't have a foundation, if you don't go back to 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 preach what we call the basics, you know, then you don't know the Word. So, like I said, it's called the Basics of Faith CD. Three CDs. Um, I preached it. I think in nineteen ninety three. Actually, wow. if the truth of the matter. Colleen, Texas. Um, doing a, it was me and my dad. I was doing the morning sessions. He, he was doing the, the, the night sessions. And, and um, you know, it's, you know I, I preached that message. Wow. And amazing. Act, actually, what, what is even more amazing is that's the same outline that later on in life that, that, that I used for healing school um, whenever I, I took over healing school. And, in fact, one of the things um, when my grandfather, whenever he was there in the hospital, you know, he was on a machine, and, and I, I promised him that, that I would go do some of the things that God wanted him to do. One of the last things he kept on saying was, was I want to get back in healing school. I, yeah. I want to. And so one of the first things I did is I got in healing school mm, and began, wow. began to teach in healing school. And, and, I was, and I, this, this was my outline, the basics of faith. Wow. Now, um, that same outline now, I use that fourth term in Faith Library 2 class. It's the same outline. So, so if you want, if you want, like, you know, eighteen messages, um, and, and, and three, you know, it's, it's three messages, you know, that, that I've, you know, now, now it's eighteen classes or whatever it is now, and, it, and it's the the last class that that our students have before they graduate because actually the, the way we are here at Rama, the first one of the first the first first term first class you have you have Faith Library one, and we teach you on faith. And then whenever you graduate your second year, you know, fourth term, you have Faith Library too. And, um, you know, so you, you come and Ray may hear about faith. And before you leave, you hear about faith. Yeah. yeah. And faith sprinkled all in and, between. Yeah, it's basically, you know, all, all, all between, um, you know, different classes or whatever. But, you know, we. Those you know, are the bookends. Yeah. And so it's so awesome. And actually the notes yeah. started back, you know, there from, from this series called The Basics of Faith. And, you know, and. Sometimes I'm like, man, I like to re-record that because I'm, I can do it better now. You know. <laughs> but it's still a great tape, uh, say tape series. It's now on CD or MP3. Actually, is the easiest way to, to do it. Rama.org/slash/bookstore, and you can get that. Um, 
so anything else you're, you're teaching there at your church? Well, you know, we're, we have a strong emphasis on word and spirit, so we're really endeavoring to uh, you know, allow the spirit of God to have his, have, have his way in our members and our church. And that's one thing I really appreciate about the, the graduates have, that have been coming back yeah. uh, from Rama. Um, just that heart to really worship God, yeah. and um, so we're seeing a, we're seeing a, quite a bit of a liberty, and it's really refreshing. Um, but you know, you, for some reason nowadays, people think that you know if you talk about the Holy Spirit, it's going to run people off. Yeah. But I know this: it's the Holy Spirit that really does uh, reveal the truth. And and I tell you what, if people can taste and see the goodness of God, you know, they're hooked. Um. So you know we're we're just really endeavoring to um, have ha, let let them have a real thriving relationship with Jesus and to walk it out. Um, well, that's it. Even faith. I mean, mm-hmm. we we was talking about the word, but but in essence, I mean, our faith is not just in the word; it's in the person of the word. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah the, the relational aspect of faith yeah. can be lost on us. In trying to get to some academic definition or formula, yeah, there's a person there. He's named the Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and, and also I know that you told me that you want to emphasize healing, and that's why I'm I'm trying to we're trying to work on a date where I can come to the, the yes. church and, and and do a healing rally there. Yep. You know, and and maybe hopefully maybe not even just your church, maybe some other churches in the in the Phoenix area and absolutely in, in Arizona. You know, because um, I I think that's you know so needed. I was just actually. Um, listened to a podcast yesterday, you know, about healing and about, you know, and so many people, I think with all the, you know, all the stuff that's happened over the last year and a half, we, we forget that Jesus Christ is the healer. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, all these people are dying, but you know what? Jesus Christ died upon the cross 2000 years ago. And before he died, like I said, we, by his stripes, we were healed. And, yep. and so many of us, you know, because of all the bad news, we forget about the good news, you know, you know, and so um, I think that we really need to emphasize um, healing more. Yeah. Um, and so actually I, I'm coming up. Yeah. We're real excited about having you out. Um, you know, for those who may have not heard you on Sundays, uh, I listen to Rama yeah, as of, I'm getting ready because of the time zone. You're able to listen. I'm to able it. to listen to it. Yeah. And I've just been blown away, uh, from the messages that are coming from this pulpit here, pastor and Craig and to hear Craig preach, uh, with such power and such faith. It just reminds me of your grandfather. And, um, a lot of times I go to church, it's all pumped up and ready, um, <laughs> you know, and to get these precious uh, members of ours just uh, to grab a hold of the healing power of God. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Uh, the church should not have been as rattled with this COVID thing. Yeah, it, It's amazing to me that there was so much fear of a little tiny virus. And I'm not minimizing this uh, Situation. I'm just saying our God should be so much bigger in our hearts that we're not moved by any of these things. Because, you know, you look, look at Psalms 91. You know, it says a thousand. How does it go? A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it won't come near you. You think about if you're in the position where all this chaos is going on, but you can stand there and say, I'm not moved. I don't care how many people around me are being affected by this. I'm not going to be affected because I know my God, he's got me. Um, and to put that in context, you know, so, so Tony, like, like 
I know you're the you're the expert on Psalms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, like how long ago was that? Was those scriptures written? In Psalms ninety one. Do you, you kind of get a context? I mean, I know you don't don't give me exact year. I mean, you know. Well, I mean that was uh, um, a period of time of of a thousand years. I don't know what when the uh, Psalms ninety one would have been written. The last Psalm was written. Uh, when the, as uh, far as timeline chronologically is concerned, yeah. when the Ju- when the Jews came out of Babylonian captivity, and so that would have been sometime quite prior to that. And so, yeah. I mean, how many years has that been? Who we? Yeah, I mean, thousands I mean, of years. But, but yeah. what I'm saying is, 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 is the scripture that was written thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. thousands of years ago. You know, even before Jesus came here, right. mm-hmm. you know, that was two thousand years ago, and how many thousands of years before that? You know, was the scripture still relevant in? 2020 and 2021 yeah. you know but but how many of us forget about what was written and obviously the jews went through a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. you know and, and it's interesting you know we, we did a whole mm-hmm. s- s- you know, study on psalms you know here on the podcast but but i mean that's a scripture that scripture i quote that scripture every day yeah. Yeah. the 91st psalm over my life over my family's life every day that i live so good you know and you know it's just and it's relevant and, you know, it's, it's so awesome how the, the Bible was written so long ago, but it, it's still relevant for today. Well, well, and something, you know, you mentioned um, how could, you know, we be in this place, even the church, be so rocked, mm-hmm. you know. But what I see is that through this pandemic, the voices yeah. propagating the fear mm-hmm. were so much louder yeah. than the voice of God mm-hmm. to us. That's what we lean to. Yep. Um and that's that's that shouldn't be exactly and i think you know you got to be very selective about what you listen to there what you you're go. watching the most of the news is just garbage um except for this podcast uh, this is yeah this is totally different but we're not news, we're, news. We're, we're the good news we're the good news <laughs> yeah what actually i was thinking about you know what you listen what to but you know the going back to what i said proverbs three lean not to your own understanding yeah so even whenever sometimes we don't understand, like we don't understand, some people are trying to figure out why this happened instead of you know saying you know, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. We don't have to understand why it happened. What we need to understand is God's going to take care of you in the middle of your situation, in the middle of your circumstance. You know, even when things don't look like they're you know, things are going to work out, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Yeah, I mean it's just that simple. You know, a lot of times you know we, we forget it, but Old Testament scriptures. Are still relevant for today. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, and, very much so. And so it's it's pretty awesome. And and I, I do think, you know, Brother David, that more churches. I, I wish more churches would get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and, and and you know, as far as you know, Brother Hagen's ministry. I mean, he he very seldom got away from the basics. Yeah. I mean, all his life. You know, even you know from from the first day he started preaching till the last day he preached. I mean, yeah. You know, he it was about faith about healing how to be led by the spirit of god you know and that was you know that and was how to walk ministry. in love how to, how to walk how to in walk love in is love. probably the most you know you know awesome thing that, that he taught because you know I, I know whenever we had his memorial service the majority of people didn't talk about you know his faith they talked about his love yeah well and i think the the heart of this ministry the love of god it's always astounded me you know i've worked closely with the hagans uh, I've seen stuff that have come against the family that just wasn't true and how they would never respond. Uh, there's been times where I knew that they'd seen these people that were horrible and mean to them in public and they'd walk up and hug them and act like it never happened. 
And I thought, my God, the love, Mm -hmm. the love that flows from this ministry uh, with Pastor and Miss Lynette and Craig. And I know one time we're out in the road and someone had done Craig really wrong. And I was, you know, I was, I just wanted to punch the guy, you know, because that's my brother. And Craig walked up and gave him the biggest hug and said, man, I miss you. How you doing? God bless you. And I thought, that's love. But you, you can't operate at this level and, and impact so many people's lives if you don't have a strong core yeah. love walk. And that's what's so amazing about this ministry. What Dad had, it flowed right down through Pastor and Miss Lynette and Craig and Denise. And, and uh, I pray that every graduate carries that mantle of love because love never fails. And, um, you know, it, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. Um, I think in the day and age we live in, we need to really share up our love walk. I don't want to be out there where I'm judging anybody or opening up the door to the enemy. I just want to walk real close to God and, and have his perfect will. But, um, you know, you work here, Tony. Yeah. You see all kinds of stuff that yeah. people say and do, and you never hear anything about mm-hmm. it. No. And, you know, I think what people realize is the pastors know a lot more about what's going on, but because of their integrity, they don't talk about the other side. They just kind of keep it quiet. So people are like, well, I heard what Bill said about pastor, but pastor never said anything. Well, he's not going to. Mm-hmm. He's going to cover it because that's his heart. Yeah. I'll bristle a lot quicker than they will. Yeah. And say something I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Because I won't take up for them. Mm-hmm. I remember someone said something. I was in Arizona. They said something. And I'm telling you, everything inside of me wanted to retaliate. And I yeah. said, well, that's not a very good representation yeah, either. You don't you know? fool pastor, Mr. Nate, Craig, or Denise. Yeah. I'll sin in a heartbeat. <laughs> 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 and we do preach forgiveness around here yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But 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 you know we're talking about the basics. Love is basic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesus said, "On this hangs all the law." Yeah. And, yep. and and Paul says, "Faith works by this." Yeah. Yeah. It's basic. It's one of the ABCs. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, like I just brought my love series here here mm-hmm. at the church a few a few weeks ago. Yeah. You know, love is what started the whole New Testament. You know, that the God, how God loved us, that He sent His only Son. John three sixteen mm-hmm. for God so loved the world yeah and you know when talk about the world talk about when someone says a worldly person they're not a really they're not a Christian mm-hmm. but God loves worldly people so much that He sent His own yeah. Son to die on the cross you know for their sins and, and it's you know it's and incredible. the Bible says that God is love and and Jesus emulated God's love in His walk here, here on the earth it says whenever you've, you've seen the Son you've seen the Father mm. and that's what Jesus did and Jesus's ultimate act of love. Is there on the cross with his arms stretched, you know, dying on the cross, and he said, "Father, forgive them, mm. for they don't even know what they're doing." You know, and it, you know that's, that's the ultimate act of love. Yeah. When, when you know, they had a chance to save Jesus. And I, I know they're fulfilling prophecy, but you know, you know, they they let Barabbas go so Jesus could hang on the cross. Mm-hmm. But wow. but God says, "Father, for, forgive, forgive them." And then there, there was the, the thief right next to him, you know, who, who said, you know, you know, remember me when you enter kingdom. He said, not only will I remember you, you'll, you'll be there with me. It's amazing. I mean, you know, so even at your last, last few breaths, you know, God's merciful and he loves you and he, and he wants to make sure that, that you're taken care of. And yeah. so I think that's, you know, we need to understand because, you know, there's nothing that can separate it from the love of God. Yeah. You know, and so, so many, you know, I'm this, you know, false doctrine out there that, they teach, you know, God's mad at you and God does this. And mm. I even heard of someone just say the other day that God will put sickness and disease on your enemies. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, crazy. 
you know, and uh, they, they were using the touch not, you know, God's anointed, mm-hmm. you know, thing. But, you know, but my Bible, John 10, 10, a, number, a, a verse I quote very often mm-hmm. says the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. If I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly and putting sickness or disease on someone is not an abundant life because Jesus took the stripes for the sickness and disease, not to put it on yeah. someone's yeah. life. And so, you know, but you know, it, it is what it is. You know, and, and that's why we do need the basics. That's why we need people to understand what the Word of God says. Yeah, amen. Amen. Well, you know, it was so good to have you, David, and we're looking forward to, to coming there to Covenant Life. That's cl.church if you want to go to his website. Um, he's there in Chandler, Arizona. So if you have some friends that happen to be in the Phoenix, Arizona area, you know, tell them to look up um, covenantlifecl.church. Um, and actually, if, if you... Um, live any area you know anywhere in the united states if you'll go to rhema.org about the middle of the page on the left hand side we have a find a church in your area right. and if you go on there and you, and you can you can put put pick your state and in your city and you can look up rhema churches all over the nation and so um you know it's just a, a wonderful tool and so maybe you're listening and, and you're looking for a church you can find one in your area and obviously if you look up arizona and go to the phoenix area you'll find Covenant Life. All right, it's clchurch.church. All right, well, we're going to end today's podcast like we end every podcast here at Rama. We're bringing hope, hope help, help, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. Take care.